Ready? All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right, here we go. This is Dalton Willis, and you're listening to Annoyed TV. Is that good? Cool, cool, cool. just listening to American Idiot, the classic song by Green Day, one of the two songs that my guest today selected. This person who I had the honor of talking to today was a special, special one. I've been following his work since the very, very beginning. He's the one and only Dalton Willis, the founder of the amazing brand, Sonder, one of many. This dude is as humble as it gets, very soft-spoken, but everything he says has intention behind it, you could tell. Like I said, I've been following his work since the very beginning. I actually copped a piece from the very first collection that he put together. So I was so stoked to be able to actually have a conversation with him and see how it all materialized. But that's enough for me. Let's get into the episode and I'll see you all on the other side. So today, I'm joined by one of the most interesting men in the world, the official outfitter of Annoyed TV. I've been waiting to get this one. I've seen the progress from the beginning up until this point now, and it's it's amazing. I'll just start off by saying that. It's amazing. First question I got for you, bro, who are you? I am Dalton Willis. Uh, I run Sonder One of Many. Um, I'm a local creative here. Uh, well, hopefully more than local, if you know me other places. But yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. The official Sonder One of Many podcast. And you said this is the first time you've done a podcast before? Yeah, so hopefully I don't uh, make a complete fool out of myself nah, here. But nah. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate you having me. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. You most definitely. So now before we get into you know the backstory and the conception of the brand, Talk to me about just the success that you've had, bro, and from where it was to where it is now. Like, how does that just, how does that feel for you just sitting back and, and looking at it all? Um, I mean, it feels really good. Obviously, I'm thankful to, like, do this as my full-time job, and uh, it pays the bills every month. Sometimes rent's a little more stressful than other months, depending on what drops or if we even do a drop. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more thankful. Um, going into it, it was very stressed and whatever about people liking my ideas or any of that but uh yeah it's where it is now and it's paid off and i think i'm still nowhere near where i want to be right but uh yeah i think it's a good middle ground and i think our peak still hasn't happened yet so i'm excited to see it yeah definitely and and what does it feel like do you so when you do one drop and you do something 
that you weren't expecting yourself to do? Is it just like each time you just unlock something new and right? Yeah, I mean, always trying to take that level up every single time, and it like in my head and when I'm just staring at the screen of the products on the computer beforehand, it I always feel good about it, and like right before you post, obviously you're like so insecure about it, or at least I yeah. am, anyways, and. Um, you can usually tell like five minutes after if it's if it's the one, and thankfully it has been every almost every time, for the most part. But uh, yeah, I couldn't be more thankful. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Most definitely, most definitely. Let's not get too much into the weeds about about Sonder. Let's let's hear a little bit about you. Talk to me about where you're from, man. Where'd you grow up? What kind of things were you into? Role models that you had? Any inspiration that you took when when you were a young kid? Yeah, um, I grew up, went to Hamilton Township High School my whole life, so I've been in that little area. Um, we lived in Columbus, so I've born and raised here, and I'm still here, and hopefully, I love it here. I think it's going to be good, and I hope to be here for a while, but uh, Hamilton Township, right next to Obetz, um, Obetz, Ohio, all 20 people there, if you're listening, yeah, right. shout out you guys, but uh, yeah, I'm still friends with everyone there, and Growing up was, uh, it was it was really good. It was weird product of a divorced couple, but I think it's really built me who I am. And um, I have an older brother, and a little brother, and a little sister on my dad's side with his new lady, who's she's pretty cool too. Um, everything's really good. Um, it felt rough in the moments, but I feel like it always feels like that. And right. once you're out of it, like where I am now, everything's really good. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome and it all works out. Yeah. Yeah. So so what kind of things were you watching? What kind of things were what kind of games were you playing when you were younger? Yeah, I was really whatever my older brother was into at the time. I think there's a seven year age gap there, but yeah, anything he had in his hand, I was begging my mom to have the same thing or video games, music. I was always listening to it. I remember he had this like Nelly poster in his room and just stuff like that that wasn't typical for someone at my age what it felt like then because I don't know you can't pick through the crowds then but like now all of our friends were into that same thing and that's kind of what you've built from like Sonder too is this clothing line for these people just like that that were raised that same way and on culture that your older siblings were into or stuff like that. So when did you start to pay attention to, to that culture that you mentioned? I mean, obviously, it's it's always around you. It's just when you really started to key in on it. When, when was that time? Yeah, um, just when I was, like, right when I was old enough to really understand anything he was doing, um, even just talking about this is, like, really making me realize how big of an inspiration he really was. But, uh, yeah, I remember him literally, we'd, my mom would go and get, like, packs of white golden tees and he'd uh like sew on these superman capes on the back of them and we'd run around in the backyard and stuff all the time and like it wouldn't it'd be shit stuff but like it was really cool back then to see that and yeah just either it was could be as simple as something him just playing gta and like the radio station playing the stuff then and um anything like that yeah where did the drive to create come from? Was that something that fostered at like an early age or was that something that kind of came into the fold when you, as you got older? Um, I think early age, it, it was there for sure, but I didn't realize that I wanted that to be my main thing until like high school and like, like you just go by school, I feel like, or at least I did. And I'd like, I was never the 4.0 GPA. And when I was like, all my buddies were, and it was like my best friend in high school was like valedictorian. And it was like, my mom was always like, 
seeing his mom post all that on Facebook right. and stuff, and it's like, oh, well, maybe I'm not this, like, super forward, book smart type of guy, and, like, I I do love, like, fashion and making stuff, and I could be that, because everyone needs that, and I don't know. I found that lane early, like, even picking up, like, photography was, like, my first thing, and, like, I remember being as young as, like, in elementary, doing, like, stop action pictures of my, like, WWE action yes, figures sir. and everything and stuff. And, like, my older brother and his friends, like, making fun of me at the time for it. Yeah. But, like, just stuff like that always, yeah, it, you can definitely see where it ties back in today. Yeah. In, in your home, was your mom, like, pushing you? Were your parents pushing you to be that creative person? Or was it kind of something that you found on your own? Um, so, like, being just in my mom's house, she was really, she was, like, whatever we had any interest in. And, like, for me then, it was big on soccer or, like... Obviously, I don't know. I wouldn't say big on soccer, but, like, that was my main thing for sure then. And, like, the creative stuff was, like, photography and stuff, but it was, like, taking pictures of my shoes and stuff at the moment or, like, anything I could possibly look cool as possible, which is, like, whack. But, yeah, that age, that's for sure. That's all you want to do. Yeah, right, yeah. But, um, yeah, she was very... Um, all for anything I had any interest in. And And, and how does she feel about, about everything going on? Um, she's like probably if she was having to buy things, she'd be the number one buyer for sure. Right. But obviously she gets all that for free. But um, yeah, I think at the beginning, like obviously it's like iffy because I remember. So I started in May 2020 and at the time I was working at like Target. And, um, I remember like quitting there to fully do it just so like in my head at the time it felt like if I didn't have anything to fall back on I would be full go at this little project right. so at the time she was probably pretty worried more worried than what she admitted to my face probably at the moment but uh yeah now she's fully supportive and I mean everything all the numbers fall back on it and like I'm doing fine but right. yeah it's doing well. I feel like for for parents in that kind of situation they want to believe in their kids and they want to encourage them to do the things that they want to do but in in an industry like the one that you're in it is so difficult sometimes and and I'm sure uh you know I I understand like from a parent's perspective it could be it could be hard to see the bigger picture with that kind of stuff for sure yeah because like I still face it like my dad is supportive of it and I think he understands it but like He's very hardworking and um, is like a lineman and has been doing, he's at AEP since like, since he graduated high school. And so it's like, it's weird to see his son doing this creative thing probably, but it's working and it's right in front of his eyes. So he's really supportive now, but it did take him way longer to see that. Right. Yeah. Like that bigger picture of the vision, like you said, Uh, if you have something you want to work towards, it's, it will fulfill depending on how hard you work at it obviously but I mean if you want it to happen it's going to happen yeah most definitely was was there anybody around you growing up that kind of followed a creative path that you could kind of look to for inspiration or that you remember seeing them doing something similar maybe not exactly the same right right so I mean not really early at all um like I did so graduated high school was doing like just little hobbies and stuff with friends and like the photography like I said but um graduated high school did a year at Capitol and then I met this guy there that did soccer content 
and um, did like a lot of and like was starting to get paid for it and then started designing stuff for him and that was like never something I really tried to do until that moment and I was like oh wow I'm actually kind of good at this and like like what I'm doing and then I saw like his success with it and was like well why don't I put this effort and all this creativity into something that like one I could really be passionate about and then two that would put money in my pocket that's like more than just what he's got left right. you know what I mean yeah so I don't know seeing that really work for him and then doing freelance design after that for other people uh just felt like I should really just do this for myself got you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then now what drew you to fashion specifically or is it even really about the clothes is it, is it something more um I don't know I mean even back in the day, like, I remember sophomore, freshman, sophomore year, trying to get, like, any money I had saved up to miss the Supreme drop in the bathroom every, in between right. classes and stuff, and then talking, like, that's all we really talked about, me and, and my buddies in high school was clothes and, like, hypebeast streetwear stuff back in the day then, and I don't know, it's still what we talk about, and I would say it probably really started then. Like 2016, 2015. Got you. Yeah. What, what kind of brands, other than Supreme that you mentioned, what kind of brands were, were you guys into? What, what were you talking right. about? Um, really, really just Supreme, I would think. But like freshman year, even at the time, was like H&M was in and yeah. like the stupid elongated tees. Type, yes. Like, oh my God, dude. Fear of God packs on stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, an era, bro. <laughs> right. Because I mean, none of us were really getting Supreme, so we were all probably wearing H&M and stuff like mm. that with Vans and yeah, skate highs all that now the last question about you know your backstory at growing up that that i'm curious to hear if you have one what is the most significant memory that stands out to you that informs the work that you do now i don't know i would think where i'm at right now is probably just doing that freelance work but that's like not even really childhood so i don't know i'm trying to think childhood I really like it. My mom brings it up all the time just because she knows what it's doing now. It's like those stupid stop motion pictures of the wrestlers and the rings and stuff. And it was, it's, I don't know, it's something so small, but it was like so cool at me at the time. And I think getting made fun of kind of by my older brother for it was like, okay, I'm kind of doing something different, but I think it's cool. And I don't know. They think it's entertaining still, but I don't know. My mom was proud of me for it. Right. So it felt like out of the box, but still a little bit ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I guess I could say that, but being a little older than doing that for the other guy than just seeing that it could work, I think would probably be the biggest like, okay, let's go for this. So was the goal always to be different? Was that was that the goal? I would say so. Um, it's like corny and as cringy as that sounds, but yeah, I think just being a little bit ahead or even feeling like that based on like the people I was around, yeah, probably. So you mentioned when you started Sonder was May 2020, correct? Right, right. Around then, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Now, when did the idea start to take shape in your mind? When when did you like start to have these ideas of, oh, this is something that my mind keeps going back to? Right. So Sonder was always like just this word in my head that I was obsessed with. Like just the word itself was an interest in my head for like probably a year before it even was attached to the brand and all of that 
Um, so, I mean, just the meaning of that is basically just when you're passing somebody on the street and then, like, even right now, all I'm doing is watching this lady that's walking by us on the right. window. But it's, like, realizing that these people walking by you are going through these same feelings and emotions that you are in, like, ups and downs and any of that. This person, this stranger, or even, like, your best friend, like, you guys are all going through the same mix of emotions without even talking about it or doing any of that. And I don't know, the brand, at the beginning, it really, I try to represent that a lot, but it's kind of gone away from that in the middle and, like, how well we were doing, we got away from that. But I think now is something we're really trying to tie back in together with it. What What is it about that word that, that attracts you so much? Um, it's just something I'm always doing. Like even right then, it was something that like mixed mixed up my mind completely. And like I, I don't know. It's it's awesome, but it's also bad when I'm like at dinner with my girlfriend and like I'm all I'm listening to is the conversation next to us. And it's like I don't know. I think it's just something I've always done. And like even before I knew that was a word, it was something I was trying to sum up in my head like what is a word to explain that and then I just googled like this long ass sentence and there it was and I had a word for it so so do you use the brand and and the Sonder name to kind of like materialize your feelings is, okay. that, is that how it so, is so yeah I mean so yeah the word was like just an excuse to have a title on this project for sure and then like like I said, I was doing this freelance stuff and then I had an idea and I don't I don't think I would even have the balls to commit to this and like do it if it wasn't for my girlfriend and like she really pushed me to be like, just go for it. So, cause clothes were always an interest and I was like, I might as well do this. Like I have nothing else going at the time. And then I just attached that word to it. And then yeah, next, like it started so bad, just guild and tees and like drawings I did and stuff like that. And you actually bought from the first drop, yes, so sir. shout out to you. And yeah, yeah, the first one was like a drawing my mom did when she was little. It's slowly become bigger and, in my opinion, better. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, man, like from that first drop, I remember seeing it, and I was like, dude, this is a cohesive idea. You know what I mean? Like it looked, regardless of if you felt like it was where it could be I mean obviously because you're still growing yeah to me just from like the outsider view it was already so you know it was there already you right. know what I mean and, and and that's crazy just from the very beginning that that, that you had this idea and you were able to capitalize on it thank now, you man now now talk to me about those those early days of Saunders so you said she convinces you to do it what was the next step? What did things kind of start to look like when, when you were putting things together? Right. So, um, even up to like, up to now it's been all pre-order and it's like, it's growing now to the point where I've, um, I don't know. I would say it's, everything's changed even from the beginning to six months after that, six months after that, it's always changing, but I don't think I've ever felt better about it until like, last month like everything's really changing right now and we haven't done a drop in a while and I mean it's for a reason we're not really doing anything right now we're like I'm working on like the best collection of my life I'd say um it's like the first time I've actually felt like a an actual proper designer yeah and like we just have the the friends now and the resources and stuff to do what I really always set out to do from the beginning and like this next collection is going to have like five or six cut and sew pieces oh man on top of like a normal what you'd see Sonder collection with like another five items right it's like 
I think what I could say about it from the beginning to now is completely different, but I mean, you'll always get to that finished product and I don't know if you're are going for this uh, just keep doing it right like, uh, you will get to that point someday and like I said I started this in 2020 and what year is it now and it's like yeah yeah you know it, what I mean? it'll get there so what was the intention at the, at the beginning when when you first screen printed the the first shirts and the first hoodies what, what was the intention for you then just to get stuff out get these ideas out and I've like always had a notebook on me just drawing out random stuff Especially then, because I was doing like freelance design for people, just being able to focus in on these themes that I was doing and switching up every month and just getting those ideas and art out and being able to make money off it was such a weird idea then because it's brand new and I don't know, it definitely wasn't money at the time, but once I started seeing that come in and that I was working, I was like, oh, this could probably be my job. Right. And yeah, let's go for it. How, how, how has that intention changed now then? I mean, obviously you're in, you're in a completely different place, but right. right. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, it is the same intention. Um, obviously the numbers are bigger and the audience is bigger, but, um, just being able to wake up every day and just set out to do that and make other people happy by making this different color or different design or different shape thing is insane like so many people take like this clothing stuff way too serious but at the end of the day it's just a t-shirt or hoodie or whatever you're making pants anything um but yeah just being able to make somebody excited off a picture or something that they could put on their body is this insane concept and yeah i think that at the end of the day that is it yeah and and i think what it is just going back to that point that i made um about the first collection is like i don't i mean the garments are obviously cool and you know you you put out nice silhouettes and all that stuff but it's the story you know that you're telling as well yeah yeah i mean that's definitely something to focus on for sure and you can't leave that out with anything because I don't know, I think right now, like I said, how everything feels so much better in my head within like this past month and the stuff we're going to be doing ahead of right now is because of that story, like you said. And um, I don't know, you can give somebody a theme. If they're really a good designer, they can make 20 good designs overnight, but being able to build this concrete idea to attach that to makes it a million times better. Yeah, it feels different but familiar at the same time right. like I'm I, I, every time I look at it I'm like I, I feel like I've seen this before but it's being done differently right 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 I mean that's my goal at the end of the day really is to really focus on what we are doing and being able to be our own inspiration for designs and stuff and make it feel familiar to the last thing but also like we're leveling up tying it back in like how we said earlier is there is there a a little bit more pressure now? Do you feel a little bit more pressure to, to produce? Absolutely. Because, um, I mean, every day you meet more people and, like, even just talking to the people that are listening now, who knows? But, like, just knowing that, I don't know, people are watching and waiting and wanting to spend their money on it. And, like, every little detail matters so much. Like, packaging, anything can make or break somebody's idea of what you're doing and the coolness level of it. So it's, like, trying to fulfill that for a stranger is insane. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Is is there, do you think that ever holds you back from doing some things? In the beginning, for sure. Because it's like, or even like now, like not now, because I think 
I have grown a lot, but like being boxed in as that like cowboy brand or whatever. But like we're out of that now, I would say. But like in the beginning, it started out with themes. So like the first drop was like family stuff, like that Darla Crew Neck, which was my mom. And like the second one, we went like athletic, like vintage athletic wear. And then the third drop, we did Western stuff. And then numbers on that were insane. And I was like, okay, maybe I just focus on that. And then like every drop after that, like for at least six drops, it was all cowboy stuff. But like numbers were insane at the time. And it was like, okay, let's just make it easy and keep doing that instead of challenging myself. Mm. So I'm happy to not be boxing anymore. But at the time it was like, I was so bored of it but I knew it would get me rent every month so mm. let's just keep doing it but now yeah yeah was there was there a moment of dissonance when when you were doing that over and over again not that it wasn't quality just that like oh, yeah. that's not what you were trying to create right like I would I even I'd be in bed on the laptop making stuff and my girlfriend would be like really another cowboy design I was like it's pain for everything but like I also hate it yeah. <laughs> it's like but like I would be surprised every time I posted it and be like it would do crazy numbers every time and it's like why are you guys still buying these damn cowboy hoodies yeah it's like, it works yeah so what do the what do the regular day look like for you man I mean you said this is your full-time gig now what what uh what do you wake up do before you go to sleep um, it depends on how close I am after a drop, but like right now, it's my full-time job, but Wednesday through Friday, I help out my buddies at Mid-High Market. And shout I, out, uh, shout out. Yeah, shout out Mid-High Market, shout out Austin, Sean, Chad, Joby, Jane, all of them, the whole crew over there. But yeah, I think that's like my only proper like responsibility throughout the week, and then the rest is like just constantly working on new stuff or being a son being a boyfriend being a brother anything like that just hanging out with family and friends and yeah it's it's an easy life but um it's it's challenging when you're doing this full-time business at the same time and like it's just you and yeah pressure will get to you man right right how do you work through moments of you know creative blocks and then what do those creative blocks look like for you right especially like it happens a lot especially when you do a drop and it does well and then you have the time of fulfillment and like you know the product isn't going to be ready in like two weeks anyways and you're just sitting there playing people the whole time and not thinking (laughs) of anything and it's like okay now it's time to actually all of that's finished so let's focus back up on work and then all you can think about is just random stuff and it's like this isn't working so really just locking yourself in the room with a laptop and like just trying to get inspiration from anything else yeah what's the creative process like for you then where so when you do when you turn fifa off and you're like all right we gotta we gotta put something together now when you're in that mode how does it start to end with what we see right okay so even even when i'm in that creative block i'm constantly picking up on things and like just throwing random little sentences or anything in my notes and that really helps a ton obviously and like I'll just go back to those and like grab something from there or like I'll pass somebody on the street and they're wearing something cool and it's like okay that why doesn't that exist now and like I think Saunders really that is this in between of vintage stuff that 
doesn't exist now but would make sense now and um like even last night we were watching what were we watching when harry met sally oh, and what's his name like the main character what's it, crystal yeah what? billy crystal billy crystal yeah he's wearing this damn ringer tee that's like looks so nice i'm like why does nothing like that exist now so like you might see that a few months down the line or anything like that but now that we're doing cut and sew it's like really being able to focus on shape and stuff that you don't see around anymore i'm excited to do that but yeah just any inspiration from any little thing anything in the world and then just focusing on it and trying to translate to people that are making it or people that are dying at a certain color or anything like that right yeah and i think you just answered or responded to that uh that thing i was saying earlier about how it looks it feels familiar but it's different right right because it is you are pulling from those vintage ideas like if you really wanted to dive down into every product that did exist before for sure right and i think with the cut and sew stuff we're really putting that right in front of your face and i think that's awesome and i don't think a lot of people do it or i don't think enough people do it for sure what what, what do you think makes what you're doing different what what makes what sets sandra apart from all the other all the other brands all the other people trying to get their foot in the door with this stuff um so i think building that story like you said and really focusing on that instead of just design um sets it apart a lot just not even talking about physical product all of like my main popular things are like these hand dyed items and getting those tones that you can't just like put through a factory somewhere and obviously it's going to be hard to get once we do get this extreme crazy amount of people buying and I mean we'll figure it out and I don't know getting those colors getting these hand printed things are like it's hard to get when you're on top of that level of like Stussy or anybody and it's um I don't know it's cool to be able to do that because the amount that I'll have to do is not to those extreme measures yet so I mean if you're buying something you know it's been in somebody's hands and being worked on even if it's just color or print like somebody did that and it was passionate about it yeah do you have desire to grow your operation to grow your team absolutely and like like I said this next month like this past month we've that's all we've been doing and like it's still just my thing but it's like the first time I've surrounded myself around there's like a group of 10 of us that have been mm-hmm. working together and it's um, it's cool to just bounce off of each other and really get somebody's opinion like right away rather than not knowing anybody's opinion of it until you post it and yeah, it's like and you see the sales and right 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 so it's helping know if something's actually cool and also if it's um yeah really just actually cool and just getting somebody's input and knowing if i have to change something or if this is the one yeah do you you feel like not saying that you you would be a control freak over everything but i mean growing the team you know you do lose a little bit of that control absolutely and like that's something i've been nervous about for sure but um because like we have people fulfilling everything now and like going ahead and i won't be touching any of that like shipping wise so it's like it's scary if something like that's messed up but end of the day it's like stuff can be changed or anything and i don't know i just gotta relax and just put cool stuff out there and yeah, yeah. it will uh, just fall into place trust 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 the work yeah so i mean i think i feel like you know supreme started to kind of make a comeback but within the last few years i i feel like a lot of people have moved on from that supreme absolutely, phase that absolutely. they were in yeah um so who who are you kind of pulling from like major names that you're kind of pulling from now that 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 you see the work that they're doing and, and you're like oh yeah i fuck with what's going on there yeah i mean i don't know i love the t- vintage stuff so it's like 
just pulling from that mainly. I mean, the stuff I wear is mostly all vintage and then pairing it with something. I don't know if I'm buying something from a new brand or anything. It's probably Stussy. Like, I love what they do every time. Um, it's definitely probably one of the only ones I've actually spent money on and, like, will set out and be excited about it. Yeah, what is it about Stussy that, that draws you to it so much? I don't know. I think it's just that culture behind it. And, like, I think going back to when we were in high school, like, I think Stussy was definitely doing cool things then, but we were so focused on that and on Supreme and other faces or anything. But I think the culture behind it and it actually being pretty true to what it is is awesome, and I... I don't know. I, I love it. All right. Do you think there's something within this culture of clothes or, uh, you know, brands yeah. that, that, that's missing, that, that, that there's, a, there's a void for that kind of thing? I don't know. I think, I don't know. It, there's just so many now, and it's so easy to start. So, I mean, you can't really blame anybody for not having a certain aspect or anything and um i mean i'm sure i lack so much too if somebody else was to criticize or anything but i mean i don't know it's so easy to build this thing now and just throw a post up and do this pre-order so i don't know i think that's probably like the main issue with it is that it's too easy but i mean that's also a good thing right it challenges yourself and has so much out there uh what was the click moment for you bro what what was what was the one moment that that you looked at and you're like yeah we got something on our hands here no yeah so going into the like literally the first drop was like okay this is could be big and like compared to now it wasn't as big but like first drop I remember we're sitting there and like nobody's really everybody knew I was doing it like I was just sitting there with family and like my girlfriend was there it was like in the middle of COVID so we're all just isolated in this house yeah yeah and like I'm just watching Shopify but I'm not really like saying anything to anybody and it's like just keeps I keep hearing that ding and it's like okay like people are actually really messing with it and yeah I think that was it and then like just still being insecure still and like trying to slip it in a sentence like and tell them, like everybody that was in the house like oh this is actually doing really like yeah. way better than what I expected but then also being nervous about getting all that out mm-hmm. yeah uh, most difficult part most difficult part about about this whole thing I mean for so long it has just been you yeah I mean the creative stuff is easy but like just having it as a business is like really hard and I don't think enough people like think about that when you buy things or anything and like I don't know just running a business fulfilling things paying for things and then saving enough to do it again um yeah I mean there's so much stuff you don't think of when you think of like a clothing brand but yeah I mean it is much bigger than just a drawing on a shirt right there's a whole business behind it so definitely the business side of things yeah now going going back to that that kind of how you mentioned that it's it's so easy to start a brand and i might even throw easy in in quotes but yeah um do you think that that democratization of fashion and of branding is is it hurting this whole culture or you know kind of pushing it forward i think it's it's i don't know at first glance you think it hurts but like i think it's really boosting it because i mean the stuff you do see is obviously really good if it's pushing through all those weeds and is somehow in front of you on your phone yeah so i think yeah i think if you're good enough to stand out between everybody that's doing it then obviously yeah you're here now let's look let's look a little bit farther ahead where where do you want 
to take Sonder? Where, what, what is the end goal with, with everything that you got going on? Um, I don't know. I really like what I'm doing now and like just doing this on a larger scale and having obviously a bigger team to help me out and just doing those creative things. And like, I'm getting into that now and I'm excited to see. I think once we really, once I really focus on just the creative side of things, it's only going to blow up to this huge scale. Um, I don't know if we're just like not bullshitting and like really putting everything out there I'd love to have like a store in a cool city and being able to just keep doing what I'm doing um I don't know I love it here I think Columbus gets a bad rap but I don't know I think it's awesome here and I think I don't know people are too hard on it so I like where I'm at right now honestly yeah Yeah, well I think I think that it might even be hard to answer that question just because like you know that you're you're just now stepping into this new realm right you know so you don't even want to look that far because you don't even know what that far yeah and i don't know how far it even is because like this next collection i feel so 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 good about it and i think it's like we're right on the doorsteps and i hope it portrays that way after this sells and like hopefully it doesn't flop but like i don't know this is the most confident i've been in it and um yeah like you said i don't want to get too excited or anything and I don't know we'll just see where it goes and yeah. I'm happy with it yeah and, and and I will say going back to that point about uh, Columbus it's just that this this whole place is just growing you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and you know you're at the ground floor but you're 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 at the beginning you know what I mean and then here in five years ten years you know we'll be able to look back and be like damn when this first was coming out you know we got right. some, we had something special here yeah yeah and i hope it is that way and i hope i don't know i hope this is some crazy iconic famous interview when right we look back at it on your side as well like yeah i think it's awesome yeah yeah i would love to have that i would love to have that man we're one down here bro i only got a couple more questions okay. for you all right how would you define the culture i mean i feel like it's a big buzzword that everybody throws around but, but to you, what does that mean? Like just locally or just in general? However you want to take it. Okay. I don't know. I don't think the like idea of high school, like the subcultures and like the grouping of people really changes. And I think, I don't know, it depends on where you're at and not where you're at, but like who you surround yourself with. And um, I don't know. I think it's, it's always changing, obviously, but... I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's, I think it's, I, I don't know. I like what I'm into right now. And uh, I don't know. I think it depends on how you look at it. And before I get into these last, like, three questions that I have, before I get into these last three questions, um, I just want to thank you for taking the time to come out here and talk with me and, and share the story of this amazing project that you have, man. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you having me and thinking I'm important or cool enough to be here. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. I hope this grows for you as much as it does for me. And um, I think what you're doing is awesome. I have listened to it. I've known the people that you've interviewed and I haven't known and I'm glad to know them now. And I hope people listening are doing the same thing with me. And I don't know, I think you have so much potential here as well. I appreciate yeah. it, man. Is, is it weird being being recognized as, as this like head of, of a big thing? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't know. At the beginning of it, I didn't want to be known for it or like 
had to tie, tie my name in with it. So having that hand-to-hand is, it's kind of cool to see, and I don't know, I kind of, like, has perks and stuff I don't like as well, but yeah, I think it's it's weird, for sure. Yeah, got you. Something you got to get used to. Right, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, bro, but what's next? What can what can we expect from Sonder here in, in, in the next few months? I mean, it's been a while since we've seen anything from you, so. Right, what? yeah. So, we've been working, we've been meeting people and just exchanging ideas and... This next drop should be honestly and like within this next month of stuff you haven't seen from us before with cut and so and um, yeah just the patience with it to um, just take our time with it and being able to do that without running out of money or running out of ideas or anything so I think just being able to take our time with things are, is awesome and not feeling rushed and actually doing what I really set out to do at the very beginning. Um, yeah. The bar's being raised. It has. It's scary. It's hey, scary. it's all good. It's all good. I'm excited to see what you got. Yeah, man. Uh, we're always trying to grow the audience. We're trying to touch every aspect of every creative industry in this life that we got. So in your opinion, who else do you think we should have on the podcast? Okay. Let me uh, let me think here. First one that comes to mind, um, Brian, that runs Lemons on Fire. We've been real close lately, um, just hanging out, kicking kicking it, exchanging ideas, stuff like that. Um, I think he's got huge numbers, too. Um, he's got a weird, weird brand that, like, it has a such niche, uh, like, customers, but, like, it's these crazy wild one-of-one pieces that are awesome. I think... Uh, I think people forget about him when, and like just don't know he's from Columbus either. So it's it's weird to see. He has people everywhere, so I don't think people really know he's from here. So definitely Brian. I would say mid high market, but Austin's so just like not with the people or like just hates talking. But I think if if you are listening and need something new, look at mid high market. They're awesome. They're they've been here for a while, and um, I don't think they get enough credit or praise for what they're doing for sure um ismail you know ismail yeah yeah you need to get him to come on here for sure he's like in touch with so many brands that you wouldn't think and have helped out so many people awesome super nice guy i met him so early and he's like really a big inspiration for like all of this and helping me start this for sure with the screen printing side of things peter campanelli do you know him Mm-mm. Have I heard that? Okay, so he does, like, web development and uh, just coding. And I don't even know if he does coding. The dude's so smart, dude, and, like, just does websites for crazy people that, like, you would think of these people and and to realize that this dude is just this kid that lives in Columbus is doing that for them is insane. Um, Definitely him. I think that, yeah, that's my last one for sure. Got you, got you. And now, perfect segue. Shout outs, bro. This is your open mic. Okay. Anybody that you want to shout out, this can be as long or as short as you like. Okay. Go ahead. I mean, I think you you know who you are. If you're listening to this for me, I think, uh, yeah, this is to you. Uh, I appreciate it a ton. My mom, my grandma, my dad, uh, all the family, my girlfriend a ton. Thanks for putting up with me and, uh, yeah, helping me get to this point. Yeah, shout out anybody that cares about this. It means the world to me. And, um, I'm so, so happy to have your support. Yeah. All right, bro. Last question. Don't think on it too hard. Okay. Okay. One person you want to see in Sondra. Oh, that's okay. Um, 
I don't know. I think there's so many obvious answers where you could go like Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, or any of these people. But I think it'd be really cool to have somebody random that like my mom thought was cool back in the day. So like someone that isn't cool anymore, but like once had it. So like would low key be cool? If right. You, yeah. 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 So I'm trying to think who she talks about a lot. Let's go. Uh, Joan Jett. Okay. Word. Yes. 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 All right. Anything else you got to say, bro? That's it, man. Dalton Willis, Sandra, one of many, interview. Big shout out to my boy Dalton for coming on the podcast and allowing me to talk with him. It was an amazing, amazing conversation, and I can't wait to see the work that he does in the future. Stay tuned for any Sonder updates, drops, all that stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at Sonder, one of many. The new drop sounds insane. As as you guys heard him in the podcast, it sounds crazy. In terms of Noy TV. Follow us at annoyed.tv on Instagram or visit annoyedtv.com for all your updated episodes and blog posts. We're going out with I Don't Know by the Beastie Boys, the second song that Dalton chose for us. As always, I'm your host, Jason Megacy, and you're listening to Annoyed TV.